0: Hello hello welcome back to Unlimited Horizons the podcast by the International Association of Women. My name's Megan Mizudo, I'm the president here at IAW and the host of our podcast which is one of my favorite things to do. So if you're listening, you know we are right at the start of a brand new year which is always a very exciting time. I find that a lot of us are going through mindset pieces of we have a whole year ahead, what are we going to accomplish? I personally don't love the idea of New Year's resolutions because I I think that we can set goals and and do anything at any time of year and centering around the pressure of one big date can be a lot. Um, But I do like to have goals and I like to orient them around time frames. And I think that a new year often comes with that energy and that magic of making things happen. And I have a great guest today to talk about making things happen. She is amazing. Somebody I've known for quite some time now. And when I saw that it lined up that her episode was going to help us kick off 2024, I I did this little happy dance because Suzanne has such great energy and she's doing amazing things. And I'm so excited to be here chatting on the podcast today. So let me introduce her and then we're going to dive right into some conversation. Dr. Suzanne Castle, is known for the sparkle factor, which is a movement to assist leaders to unlock and unleash their full potential from the big stage to the smallest of rooms. This one-time singer, actress, dancer has known and experienced great loss. And yet every day is committed to possibility thinking with her clients and through her keynotes and retreats. She's a best-selling author, speaker, and creator, and she's unleashing a sense of can't stop me mojo making magic. From Life to Business for Leaders Who Are Tired of the Overwhelm and Stuck in Unhelpful Narratives. She holds certifications as a disc consultant and trainer, a goal success coach, happiness coach, professional life coach, and master life coach, as well as being a member of the John Maxwell team for leadership training, speaking, and coaching. Suzanne, that was a mouthful, but so many amazing things. That's a lot. (laughs) You said all the things. Holy (laughs) cow. (laughs) <laughs> and I can I can sit here and say, I've honestly I've heard you speak, I've been in your rooms, I've I I pay attention to your content and you you bring it. I I find all of the stuff you share to be so helpful. I've told you when we talk about email marketing, I always talk about Suzanne because her email comes in my inbox and I I'm like, oh, I need to read that one. And it's it's Sunday Sparkles, right? And it it like it actually is helpful content. So um if you have if you aren't already, go subscribe to Suzanne's email and <laughs> Yes, yes. but welcome. so thank you. kick us off. As we sit here new year mm-hmm. what about you is is exciting or, or energetic about the start of a new year? How do you feel about entering a new year?
1: I love how you said resolution making may not be how we want to focus. Like that's how I want to start. I'm very excited by that too. So also people do word of the year. Nothing wrong with that. If you've set your word, good for you. But I think what I would say is I really like to think ahead. How do I want to feel this year? And if I want to feel this way, how do I back that up with action? So it's not, ooh, I want to lose 10 pounds or release it. That's the new word, right? Release 10 pounds, whatever. It's I want to feel good in my clothes. I have a vacation in September and I want to look hot on the beach. I um I don't want to feel slumpy when I'm walking my dogs. Like whatever that is for you, I think to attack it as a feeling first know what that feeling is. And then if you need to put that into a word, great. If you need to transfer that into goal one, goal two, goal three, great. But unless you get at how you want to feel, that's where we're just going to fall off the resolution bandwagon. Cause it just, cause your feelings are going to change all the time. Something's going to come in your midst. You're going to be like, yeah, I don't feel that way anymore. Well, then that doesn't help all those things. So I, I really like what you said. I, I think resolutions aren't always helpful until you understand your feeling.
0: I love the tying it to the way you feel, right? And and I often I talk about this like think to the end of 2024. And when you're toasting at midnight or you're celebrating with your family or or doing the holiday stuff, how do you want to feel about what you've accomplished? How do you want to like you know only you know what you're capable of achieving, right? And only you know just how far you can stretch yourself. So how do you want to feel at the end of the year? What do you want to be proud of? How do you want to, how do you want to feel showing up physically? And if you can get that honed in now, you can, yes. you can then build the priorities. You can then build on the list right. and when, where you're going, but yeah. start with, the. I think,
1: I think so many of us, while we might do some of that work thinking like if I, if this time next year, even, I mean, in 2025, let's say I want to be walking in 2025 with this and this about myself. Then I go, okay, well, how do I have to feel to do that all year long? What has to be in place for me to do that all year long? How do I go after that? What is my energy? What does my calendar look like? What are what are the relationships that are going to support that? What tools and do I need? Is there extra education? Do I need a raw, raw team? I mean, there there are so many things to come at that, that I think by the end of the year, like, well, I didn't do this and I didn't do this and I didn't do this and I didn't do this. And I'm like, cause you had too many, this is right. Mm-hmm. What is a one thing that you want to land the plane on at the end of 20, the 2020 we plane and you land it. What was the thing and then Ooh. entire life, an entire container around that
0: one thing. And
1: I think that's a much helpful way to walk in the world. Cause there's just a lot pulling at us.
0: We talk about this a lot. When we do our Monday masterminds, we have, we kind of have the pillars and we tell people to, to assess how you're doing in each area, right? Because if you're trying to do all the things in all the areas you're going to fail. You're going to, you're either going to fail at something or you're going to become so overwhelmed that you burn out. And, and I love that if, if, if you had to say tomorrow, this is the one thing I'm going to focus on all year. What is the one thing you would pick? That's that. And if you simplify it down to that, and and you become super focused on that one thing, not that there aren't other things you're going to have to do, but prioritize the one thing that's going to have the biggest impact for you. And that's where the magic will happen. Right. Well, and, and I know for my own
1: self, cause it's so hard, right? I like to do all the things I'm going to be in all the places, right? And, and it's so hard to do that, right? It's so hard to do that. But what I find is if I focus on the one thing, lots of other things come alongside it. Mm-hmm. And because I'm in my one lane and I have built my life around the one thing, I have all these other opportunities that happen and it makes it really easy to pull them in or just say, you know, time's not quite right, but Wow. I'm going to have that again. And maybe that's going to be the thing next year. And, Mm -hmm. and so it's not that I think so many of us are, have this ability about us to be, this is the only time that's ever going to come my way. Right. And what I would say to you is if you have to give up everything that you've designed your life on for the year, for that one thing, something's wrong. Mm -hmm. Something's wrong. So it, I I think you ought to be able to say, wow, that's a great opportunity and feel really good about saying no or feel really good about saying yes and it not wreck everything else that you've constructed for your life. Otherwise, the timing's not right. If it aligns perfectly and it's an easy yes, well, then yeah, make it happen. But if you're like, ooh, I have to move this around and this and I don't know and da-da-da. Well, already then you know that's too much to add to the lane that you've decided to be in. And until we stay in the lane, until we and you know this, we stay on that path we don't know if it's working Mm -hmm. you're right you send one email and you only get 10 percent opens well you don't know what went wrong did you send it at the wrong time did you send it at um at the wrong day did you have not a good headline did you not give something clickable was it you sent it during christmas week and nobody was opening their emails one email doesn't tell you anything Mm -hmm. that's just one example and that's in every aspect of your life and business So you've got to stay focused for one thing so that you know the one little
0: lever to change next time. It's not all things are wrong. It's probably 1% of things. One trip to the gym isn't going to make you a marathon runner, right? It's the, right. yeah, I think there's so many ways you can apply that. And so often we, we, we chase the shiny object and, and oh, sure. we lose track of that one that we said, okay, I'm going to do this. But suddenly my Instagram feed is showing me a hundred other things I could be doing. and And I become very distracted. So do you have any tools or techniques that help us stay focused on doing that, that one thing and, and, and measuring and waiting for, to see results before we start going, oh, it's not working. I sent one email. It didn't work. I give up.
1: Yeah. So with, with my clients, I, I take them through a whole spreadsheet, a whole process to track. And so the first thing I would say is you need a tracking something. And I'm not going to tell you what that is. (laughs) not because I'm keeping it from you, but everyone is wired a little differently. So keep a spreadsheet, keep a notebook, whatever that looks like. I mean, for example, even like, here's one client here's another client. I'm a big pen and paper girl. And nope. so I have a, another notebook right here. Like this is actually my IAW notebook. <laughs> and, uh, and so it's, it's interesting. I keep things and notes and, and where I'm tracking there. Cause I think that is the first step to do that is be tracking. So you know what to change. And then I, I think what, if I could take a moment, I'll be super transparent. Okay. So this is my personal Um, it even says business reflections, data mining. That's what I call it. Data mining. Okay. So let me tell you what I did for November. See, look at, I'll just be super transparent here. At the end of the month, every month I ask myself questions and I journal and it should only take two pages and it shouldn't take that long. Mm -hmm. And so one thing you could say to yourself is look at your numbers, look at what happened, whatever you're tracking right? So it doesn't have to be business. It could be in life. Like I lost this weight. I ate real good. I'm sleeping these many hours, whatever you're tracking track. Okay, great. But then say, okay, once you've looked at that, so make sure you're tracking that somewhere. How do I feel about what I just saw? Mm Yeah. And feelings are really important. So how do I feel about that? Do I feel great about that? Do I feel great about all of it? Oh, there's one thing over here. Well, then that one thing you're not feeling great about, well, then, then you dive in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Huh? wonder what that means. Let's go to the numbers. Let's find out, let's go further. And and it really helps me stay on track by doing it quickly and not waiting a quarter, not waiting six months, not waiting till November and going, Oh my God, I only have one more month of the year. Right. Right. Yet every month and just kind of staying on top of it allows me to make subtle changes along the way.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I love the idea of, I, first of all, (laughs) I love that you call it data mining and that there's a, there's a process in place for looking at what are the numbers telling us, right? Where, where can we attribute numbers to whatever our goals are? Because obviously when we, when we have something very specific or measurable, it helps with outcomes, but then actually every month going and looking at that data, keeping track of the data and how do we feel right? Yeah. And being intentional about spending that time doing it because- I think so often we start and then we get distracted or something doesn't go well, or life throws us something challenging. Exactly. <laughs> I'm the story of life challenges lately. Right. And so what do you suggest for the the surprises, right? The things that we we don't plan for, right? Mm-hmm. We can we can see here every day doing the thing and, and keep focused. And then all of a sudden there's a health issue or there's yeah. a disaster, or there's something that comes up. How do we manage the obstacles? One thing I would say is first, you
1: need to know, is this a hiccup or is this a larger pattern? And you'll know if it's a larger pattern because you're keeping track of the data, mm-hmm. but is this a one-time thing? Is this a three-month opportunity? Like, like sometimes an obstacle can be, I have a great thing and mm-hmm. it is, you know, it is aligned with what I'm doing, but I'm going to need to set aside time to go to this thing. Right. So, so is it short-term or long-term? You need to understand that first. And is it a pattern or not a pattern? Mm -hmm. was it of your making or not of your making? Mm -hmm. That's also important to know. So for example, am I in a mess? Do I have an obstacle because I didn't show up in the way that I said I was going to show up? Mm -hmm. I, I talk to myself a lot. So, Hey, you're in this mess because your lack of calendaring put you here. So what does that mean for you next week or Mm -hmm. tomorrow or next month? And so really kind of dialing in is is this workable, meaning there's a solution for this with activity and energy and action, or is this, I'm just the recipient of a bunch of yucky right now. And I'm going to have to, i gonna have to walk in that differently. And what I would say to you is if you're in that space right now, understand if it's short-term or long-term and what tools do you need around you to just allow you to be in that obstacle space? Mm -hmm. So what can you release? Who do you need around you? Um, really understanding what is only yours to carry, and what isn't, because oh, us women, we like to hold all of the things, don't we? We want to want to be like I'm going to hold all the emotions for all of the people, you know. And and I and what I want to say is, I can only handle what I can handle. And first and foremost, it's what am I feeling about this? And then, okay, other human in my house, I need to be calm and centered and collected so I can help you with your thing. So mm-hmm. I have to make sure that I can be calm and center and collective. So what do I have to create for myself yep. so I can do those things? Now I know it's easy for me to say on this side, but Megan also knows I've had a really conflicted life and um lots of drama and trauma in my life. And it is the only reason I'm allowed to alive today, seriously, is to say these things like I just say today I have to. And then what are my have to's? And those are the things that I tackle first. Mm-hmm. And, and so by the end of the day, I, I'm not just in reactive state, 24/7. Like, be a little more intentional than that.
0: Right. I think it's that reactive state that can really get us into trouble because when you're constantly right. reacting, you're you just you're just constantly going, and you never have a moment to stop and pause and reflect. And so, one of the things that's really helpful for me at the start of every day, my like, I I have a really long to do list. Like, my list just keeps growing and growing. I take notes and I add it, but when I sit down to work, my full list is not there. I take the three most important things and I write right. those down and I make sure that those are done before I, before I even look at the full list, because the full list is pages and pages and right. well, I, I may never finish the full list, but right. But what do you think, like, cause I know I see a lot of people with very long to-do lists, right? The to-do list is, is never, and there's more, there's even more up here and my kids make lists for me and, and it's, it's insane. So how do we, how do we get out of that to-do list and, and kind of the pile on and pile on so that I, I, like you, like you say to-dos to to that, which I think is fantastic, (laughs) right? Get out of it, just pile it on, pile it on, but actually get things done. We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey, no matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community, a resource library filled with eBooks and templates, and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show.
1: So I, so again, I think I've, I've got, I have a couple of things to say about this. And the first would be what would make you feel to the end of the day? Mm-hmm. So whatever that is, that needs to be what you're tackling.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. The other, the other hiccup I see constantly is we've been taught to make a to-do list. Hallelujah. At least you're capturing it and writing it down electronically with a post-it note, and a journal. whatever your are whatever floats your boat, great for you. Okay. So if you're not doing that, Write it down. Your brain can't hold it all. Just get it out of your brain. But we've also been told it's a list, a list, where I think what is more helpful, if if I would encourage you to maybe try something new for 2024, it would be, what is my errand list? What is my work list? And I would even have sub lists in there by project, by productivity, by maybe emails, whatever. I organize my life in Trello. They, they are not a sponsor of this podcast. I need to say that, but good Lord, they sponsor my life. And so, um, so maybe it's that. And then what, what is, what are my relationship to do's, right? Mm-hmm. What friend do I need to follow up with? This person sent me a text message. I want to be sure and get back to them. I need to send this birthday card. If everything lives on one list, you're right. It's just this endless and, and you'll never get to the end. And your brain then never takes a break. Cause it's always thinking about even what you're not thinking that you're thinking about it's mm-hmm. thinking. Mm-hmm. So by, by categorizing your to-do list into different things. And if you need a different journal for each one, great. If you yep. need subset categories, great. But I think transferring the brain dump is what you're talking about. So take yep. your brain dump and now put them into categories elsewhere. Then, you know, Hey, Megan's sitting down and for the next two hours, she's going to do this and this. Cause she has that one part of her list in front of her.
0: hmm Mm-hmm. I do love the brain dump the, whenever, like anytime I feel like I'm starting to reach overwhelm or like my list is out of control or the requests are out of control. I, I close everything. I pause all my alerts and I just dump I, anything yep. like, and I categorize it because my, my brain jumps all around, but I have to get it all out. And, and to that, I find the older I get, the less I remember. So if it's only, oh, in sure. 10, it's got it. I, I got to get it out. <laughs> you do. You yeah.
1: do. Uh-huh. And and you can even capture it. So we were like, oh, it would take too long. I'm like, well, then tell your voice to do it. Like use this for good, right? And just brain dump it in there. It's going to transcribe it into a note for you. And then you can put it somewhere. And I think once you see all the things in the categories, then it becomes a little bit easier to priority management things, right? And right. go, okay, now when I see this, what has a due date? Like you need, now you can go put due dates and then you can arrange by due dates. Mm-hmm. And then by there, then you can say, energetically, what am I feeling right now? Like, do I have enough energy to dive into this thing because it's going to take an hour or would I be better served to get three things done in that hour and get them off my plate? Cause then my brain will feel better to tackle this. And, and it right. may change every day. So what I'm advocating for sounds complicated, but when you actually practice it, it'll make your life so much easier. For <laughs> <for> me.
0: <laughs> oh, look at this. I'm getting some real coaching here. <laughs> <laughs> My, my list is I'm sorry. It's it's <laughs> um, yeah, because I I am very much a pen and paper, but I do love the idea of having something electronic like Trello to to manage my categories and and better manage all the the pending to do items. Um, one of the things that you talked about a few minutes ago when we talked about the just the overcoming the obstacles was surrounding mm-hmm. yourself with people with with other people, right? And and who you who you let into that circle who you who you go to and I do want to give a shout out to our DFW local chapter for IAW because Suzanne is the president we just named them chapter of the year for 2023 yay I had the I had the opportunity to spend some time with them um earlier uh, just a few months ago which was fantastic but one of the things that that you've talked about before is choosing to surround yourself with women who are a bit further along in the journey than you, because that can be a game changer being in the right rooms. Right. And often I think, I mean, we talked about this when I was in Dallas about networking, right. And some people love it and some people hate it. And if you're someone who feels overwhelmed or doesn't love the idea of networking, then walking into a room of people who are even further ahead of you, on your journey can feel even more intimidating oh, yes so how it do is. we build the right people around us and find the right balance of people and get the get that get mindset where we can walk into any room and feel comfortable and find value and and have it work for us
1: i think it's it's such an important conversation piece is what i would say so thanks for moving us in that direction because I, I try to be balanced and here's what I mean by balance. So if walking into a room of people that are further ahead than you scares you, the first thing I want you to think about is who's behind you that you're pulling up right now. Cause there's somebody right now looking at you saying, wow, well, I wish I was her, or I wonder how that happened. Or, um, uh, I wonder how the way she did that. Maybe I could make a phone call. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if people are thinking that, and I know that they are about you, then carry that forward into a room that you think you should be in and that you need to be in mm-hmm. because if you're the smartest person in the room you're not going to learn anything new to try mm-hmm. so even coming in with a learner's mindset to say there is somebody in this room that's going to help me with and fill in the blank so I need let's in my world it would be I need to be on more stages and speaking engagements so there is somebody in this room that can hire me or knows who's ready for my content so yeah. i in that room with that specific intention, now I listen differently, right? So it's not, oh, I don't know how to talk about all the things I do and I don't know how to give my business card and I'm so awkward now, right? And I do the awkward turtle dance where I just stand and I wait for someone to come to me. We all do that, right? (laughs) But if I go in and go, there is somebody in this room for me, Mm -hmm. then for me, anyway, for me, it makes me a little less anxious about it. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I would say is I think women have been told that we are a narrative group that likes to step on each other. Mm-hmm. And that and that might be true. I have not found that to be true in IAW, for example. So finding the right networking group, I also think is important. So I think one of the hallmarks of IAW is that it is about empowering each other and about allowing for success with each other. I never feel a spirit of competition in IAW. All I feel is cheering on. And yep. so if you're not in a space or a group that, that you're feeling that from, then I you need to change the group. You yeah. also need to change the room because if, yeah. you're, if you're if making if you if you feel like you're less than you won't ever let that go. So change the room,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and so being a being in a room where I can or you can walk in and say, "Hey, I have a feeling I need to do this thing, and I don't know how to. Who in here knows how to do this? What great conversation starter, right? You, you and I've talked about one of my favorite questions is, "What's on your Netflix queue?".
0: Because yeah.
1: it's a disarming question yeah. or. What, what what's on your favorite streaming platform? Queue. I think you have to be a little more inclusive now, right? And so, um, and, <laughs> right. and 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 just ask because that's disarming, and that might start a conversation. I think I think part of the fear is how do I start conversations with people who are further ahead than me? Mm. Maybe don't start it with your thing. Maybe start it with something that you like to do.
0: Maybe they're wearing amazing shoes, or they have really cool <laughs> earrings on, or there's some find some kind of likeness that that you can you can start with right? Because sometimes the idea of introducing yourself and your thing is really overwhelming. And nobody wants to hear that to start, right? It's, right. it's, but I find whenever I'm in networking spaces, I love when people come to me and they have a problem that I can help. So like, it's, it's, I, right. I it's fantastic. Um, But I'm often not walking into other rooms doing that for myself. And it, it's, I love the idea of that mentality of think of who I'm helping behind me, because that, that helps from the, okay, I can do this because there's other people that are people want to do the same thing. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, networking doesn't have to be awkward. It doesn't have to be the the business card and the, the stiff introduction, right? right? Build relationships and to get to know people and right. then things can come. <laughs> and right. they do, when it's meant to be, they do. But what you said about finding the right rooms and the right people, it's so important because if you're in the wrong room, your, your energy is going to be drained. You're yes. not getting the value that you need. And, and it's, I just see people waste so much time and get so frustrated because they're, they're in the wrong rooms. And if you're already overwhelmed, we were talking about
1: that earlier. You already have all these things on your list in your calendar or whatever, being in the right room is so crucial. So if you, if you're listening to this and you're feeling like, mm, maybe this thing I've been doing, isn't serving me anymore. That's okay. Yeah. Probably there's not a lot that's going to serve you from the time that uh, you were born until the time that you die. Mm-hmm. Okay. Except maybe your mattress and even that you're changing out. Right. So, so be thinking about, there are all always an opportunity to kind of change things up a little bit and there's nothing wrong with that. And so really owning that is I think so, so, so important. And the other little tidbit I would give is just honesty. So I was recently in a room where uh, it was very intimidating for me. And I don't have permission to say who was in the room, but people that, you know, that you see on TV and whatever else. Okay. And I'm, I'm there and I'm thinking, what am I doing in the room? So if you're listening to this, if you have that, what are you doing in the room? That's me. What are you doing in the room? And, and so I just named it. And there was a little group and I'm like, I walked up and I said, I'm going to join your group. Cause I feel so awkward right now. I don't even know why I'm here. All of you are big, major boss babes. And Holy cow. And they all laughed and it was fine.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: It was fine. They've all been in those awkward rooms too. And I just named it and it was the best icebreaker I could have done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and there you are fully authentic, right? Showing right. up exactly how you feel. And when we're authentic, we we're so much more natural and yes. people get and relate to us rather than this like shimmy of, I don't know if I belong here and I feel really awkward
1: Right. And if you're putting out that energy, guess what? That's what they're picking up. Yeah. they You don't want to be there either. So, so yeah. just change the narrative and you know what, try it and then write about it and see what comes up for you and then do it again and see if it's easier the second
0: time. It's again, it's not one and done ever. Right. Absolutely. So we're going to have to start wrapping up here soon, but Sorry. We could talk forever. We could talk forever. I always love talking to you. I want to make sure everyone knows where to find you on all the places. And these will all be linked in the show notes. I am telling you Suzanne's emails are i like 100% one of the emails I always open in my inbox. And my inbox is a crazy place, but I see hers pop up and I, I, I just, I find value in them and I find lots of great resources. So follow her on social, go sign up for her emails. Love um, that. Anything else that that you want people to find online about you? You know, honestly, Mm -hmm. if you'll just go
1: to SuzanneCastle.com and it's Castle Like a Princess, pretty easy. Um, There's a bunch of freebies there. So click around, see what you need. I'm a big believer in giving value. I do a free 10 minute or less training every Tuesday on video with just a life or mindset or productivity tip. So there's lots of content to consume. You don't have to buy anything. That's not what this is about. I think it's just about us sharing our best practices together. And I look forward to more conversation.
0: Love it. So as we wrap up here, as we're fresh start of a new year, what's one piece of advice that you want our listeners to walk away with today? I want everyone to embrace the word next. And maybe that's everyone's
1: word for 2024. Hmm. So if something's not going right, say next relationships, not what you need next in the wrong room, next room uh, projects not going good. Okay. Shelve it next thing. And I think if we could embrace that feeling and that action of what next could bring, um, all of our 2024s would be outstanding.
0: Amazing. Love it. Well, I hope you have an amazing start to your year. All of our listeners as well. Thank you always for tuning in. Thank you, Suzanne, for being here. I hope you all have fantastic new years, fantastic years ahead, and we will see you back again next week with a new episode. Happy new year, everyone. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.